Episode 64 of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast. How do you get there from here? Well, welcome back to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business startup coach. The purpose of the podcast is to help you launch your personal brand online business with a solid plan in place, but also to offer some encouragement and guidance along the way as well. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at tomclaremont.com. But whatever the situation you're in, you're here, welcome. Hope that the show offers enough value for you so that you'll subscribe or follow so that you don't miss any episodes. So let's dive in. Friends, we see all the time that the social media world is full of people that either flaunt their success or fake their success. And doesn't it just get on your nerves? And all that influence on us can keep us in this constant state of either awe and envy or frustration and anger uh, of what somebody else has or we see the so-called business that they build and the so-called lifestyle they have and then they go and talk about their twenty thousand dollar course that they offer and how you too can be successful and they can generously offer it for only ten thousand dollars for a limited time now these courses may or may not help you with launching or growing your business but i'm here to tell you that the path you think you may need to take to get to that land of whatever you want might be different and easier than you think if you plan and launch your online business properly you could have multiple income streams with from a few different angles that would help you not only to grow, but scale your business as well. But how do you get there from here? And where is there anyway? Don't you need to spend the price of a small car to learn how to do that by taking some internet guru's course? Well, no, but you will need a plan. You will need to work out a lot of details in advance before you go live with the plan. Without a plan to have a website created and then content added that says what? And then you get on social media to say what? Point them to the website that says what? Buy my stuff? You know what I mean, right? A key component to the plan is to have goals, good goals. Good goals have the following 10 characteristics. Good goals are describable. There's nothing nebulous or vague about a good goal. A good goal isn't some fairy tale castle up on a hill. Good goals are not warm feelings, hot hunches, or trusting your gut. These are all fine and wonderful things. They, and they can inspire goals, but they're not goals. A good goal is concrete, explainable, and simple to understand language. Number two, good goals are positive. When you set goals, only set positive goals, things you want to do, not things you want to avoid. With goals, it's a concept of running towards something, not running away from something. If you're a writer, you know, don't write garbage is a bad goal. But writing my best work every time 
is the same goal phrased in a, in a different way, right? It, it'll help you reach it in a positive and encouraging way. Number three, good goals excite you. When you're excited about a goal, you'll be thinking about it a lot. It's something that you're just not going to be able to forget, or you won't even want to forget it. It'll be something you won't be ashamed of, and it'll light up your face when you talk about it. Good goals will take you down the path from that person you are to the person you want to become. Number four, good goals belong exclusively to you. Right? This is related to number one a little bit, but, but not exactly the same. Your, your goals have to be your own. So if your mother always dreamed of having a doctor in the family, and she named all her kids specifically with doctor names in, in mind, and maybe your father sees you as a, an architect, and while you faint at the sight of blood and couldn't care less whether the house is made of uh, wood or brick or stone, as long as it keeps the rain out, it's time to set those dreams aside and focus on what excites you. Look, life is short, but it's the longest thing we ever do. Don't spend it trying to fulfill other people's dreams not even the people who love you the most. And just because they want the best for you doesn't mean that they know what that is. Dream your own dream and own it. Number five, you can achieve good goals by your own actions. Now, deciding to have a book in the New York Times bestseller list is a bad goal. Nice dream, really nice if it becomes a reality. You know, I, I know somebody that that just recently got on the New York Times bestseller list. But it's a bad goal. Why? Uh, because you have very little control of what the New York Times is going to do with your book. And there's nothing you can do to make them put you on their list. You can write a brilliant book and sell thousands. Editors and publishers can love it, but whether or not the New York Times decides to notice you is something you can't control. Goals dependent entirely on actions of others are bad goals. Number six, you can lay out the path to a good goal. Now, writing that book may or may not be a good goal for you. If you can look at it and say, okay, first I'll figure out the big problem I'm trying to solve and if there's a need for it. Then I'll do a timeline and create an outline and write a thousand words a day uh, on the first draft, then, you know, with those goals, that writing a book could be a good goal for you. But if you just say, my goal is to write a book, but you see writing a book as a single event, then writing a book is likely to be a disaster for you. Number seven, you reach good goals regularly. You're on the right track when you break down your big goal into smaller goals and you actually accomplish the smaller goals. If you're out to earn, say, 10K a month in your business, but you're only bringing in $500 a month, you might want to rethink the goal. There's nothing like forced failure of impossible goals to make you want to flush your dreams right down the toilet and walk away forever. Number eight, Good goals leave you hungry. Now, hunger is what got you into this in the first place, of course, right? Now, I know how hungry you can be for those 
Cuban sandwich flavored potato chips, but I'm not talking about that. Hunger to do more than you're already doing, to be more than you were yesterday, to build a business and make an impact in the world. Good goals are going to feed that hunger. Write goals for yourself that send a little chill down your spine. And pretend you're a little kid and the world is brand new and everything is possible. Then look at the endless possibilities and identify the ones that give you goosebumps. Pick those. Tell yourself, I want to do that. Number nine, good goals withstand repeated kicking. Uh, a little bad news here about the pushback you'll probably get with your goals. Uh, the world is not friendly toward dreamers. It invades and injects a good dose of reality into the dream space. People, much as they like success stories, also like disaster movies. And more than a few will be happy to jump in and try to kill your dreams and goals. Your goals are going to have to be strong enough to last through the tough times. But beyond the pushback you'll get from people, you're also going to hit some low points. Maybe, you know, bad markets, uh, plenty of other things that can really hurt you. Now, I've said this before, but failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of success. It tells you that you're still daring to take chances, but failure and rejection hurt. Good goals will help you fall back and regroup, focus past the obstacles, and give you something to shoot for even when times are hard. Now, the good news, if you've chosen the right goals, your response to those repeated attacks and the obstacles and crashes will be something along the lines of, hey, you don't think I can do it? Just watch me. Remember, those are your goals, and they're worth hanging on to. Number 10, good goals make you happy. Now, most days, you should be rolling out of bed ready to go, excited about what you're going to be working on. Or if you're still working your J-O-B, then excited to hit the computer when you get home to work on building your new business. If your first thought about your work or, or your goals is, oh, no, not again, right? You're doing the wrong thing or doing the right thing the wrong way. It's like having an important phone number, but dialing the right digits out of order. It just won't work. But when I coach people with the plan, we start at the end first when talking about goals and then work our way backwards. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, here's a few questions that I like to ask that gets the conversation pointing backward. What do you want your life to be like 10 years from now? What kind of income do you want to have? How much free time do you want? Would you want to sell the business someday? These questions and others will help us to shape the plan together, but will also help you, the business owner, to make the decisions necessary to launch your new business with a specific end game in mind. So let's take these questions one by one and dig deeper into the issues to help you to have more clarity and move forward on how to get there from here. Question one, what do you want your life to be like 10 years from now? 
You see, the answer to that question will reveal the direction you should take with your business. It's sort of like setting your business compass, so to speak. And since success is very different to everybody, I'm not asking about income levels with this question. I'm asking about lifestyle. But keep it real in the answer that you give me. Give me an answer that's in the realm of serious goal stretching, but doable. I have my answer for this one, and it's quite possible that you have one already done as well for you. Usually, we already know what we want our lives to be like, but for some that may you know, struggle with their dream or they're just beginning to believe that the greater things are possible, they may want to spend some time thinking about that one. See, I wasn't raised to be a a dreamer or have a vision for the future. I had to learn how to use those mental muscles much later in life. Question two, what kinds of income do you want to have? Active, passive, you know, services provided one-to-one where you get paid for your time, or one-to-many where you have you you do something for a group of people like group coaching usually when i ask this question i hear a strong interest in receiving passive income i've received thousands of dollars in, in passive income and it's still coming in I, I can't imagine not having that as an income stream source i'm talking to a local guy now about his business relaunch after his relocation to virginia It said, passive income, now you have my attention. See, all four of these types are my favorite. See, some people get the income they wanted, but not the lifestyle. And others may have received the reverse, the lifestyle, but not the income. If we work together, our goal should be to achieve both. I know that the structure of a more lifestyle business is very different than one that has specific income-driven goals that turns your lifestyle into the whatever-it-takes perspective for earning what you want to earn. I know what I want my life to be like, and and I've got it written down. I've told people about it, which helps to make it more real, and it's in the back of my head always motivating me forward. Why do I press on each day? because I know what the goal is. But if I said I wanted to be a gazillionaire, I, I wouldn't be realistic in what what's obtainable, and you know, therefore it wouldn't be a good motivator for me to pursue that goal. Question three, how much free time do you want? Again, the answer to this question will help us to form the plan that works well for you and how much time you'll spend on your business each day. Invest the time now to have the free time later on. Well, how? Well, in the startup and ramp-up phases, and we can go over the different phases some other time, you'll be building the business in a way that'll set you up for more passive income later on. The more passive income you have, the less active income you'll need to maintain your lifestyle. Now, let's start to work backwards and ask some other questions. Looking at your lifestyle and income goals 10 years from now, what would those same goals look like when we incrementally dial that timeline back to five years, then two years, then one year? And putting your goals on a timeline 
helps to both match the decisions being made with the timeline and to also monitor the outcome. Has the outcome been different than the intended goals? Well, why? Are you on track for focusing on the things you need to focus on and the market just isn't responding? Or have you been sort of maybe distracted by other things that you're not doing what you need to do to build the business up and out? What do you need to do to meet the one-year goals? Once you have the answer for that, let's dial that one-year timeline back into 12 increments and see what those goals look like as well. When you lay it all out that way, you'll start to see how reachable these goals are and that you can really turn your dream into a reality. So friends, I hope that you can see now that if you've been doubting yourself or unsure of this dream that you have in the back of your head and you're wondering if it's really possible that with good goal settings and a good plan, a lot of things are possible. So take time to be alone in a quiet place if you need it and think about your dream. Think about making a list of some goals. And then let's talk about them. Let's talk about how we can get you there from here. Well, friends, that about wraps it up for this episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And feel free to send in a question or a comment about the podcast as well, because I really want to deliver the best content I can for you and answer any questions you might have. There'll be a link at the end of the show notes for you to rate the episode and ask some questions. So once again, I always like to end by saying, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.